This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Beck, 888-727-BECK. Kind of an interesting uh, little uh, article from Joe Scarborough. He's got some thoughts on what happened with Trump over the weekend in Chicago. Here's a guy who is a big supporter. I mean, he's in the bag for Donald Trump. And, uh, but... Well, only in all ways possible. (laughs) Right. We should get a little bit of an addendum on that. Right. Only every way that could possibly happen. Yes. Yes. Only in those ways. Right. Uh, Although he's breaking that string here a little bit here with this article. I I was amazed by this. Uh, You know, because one of the things that happened uh, this past weekend was, of course, the Chicago incident with Trump, where the protesters were there. Uh, Trump uh, canceled the rally on the advice of the police uh, because they were going to shut down his First Amendment right to speak. Mm-hmm. That was the pitch I got from pretty much everybody on social media and in the media itself. Right. Uh, problem with it is not it's not true. Um, the police didn't tell him to shut the rally down. Didn't happen. They, right. It's according to the police, by the way. They they themselves are saying that they no. We didn't yeah, but why would you go to the police looking for the? That's what the true. police said. That's why, a good point. Why would you? That's a good point. You should go to Donald Trump and see what the police said. <laughs> you know. Mm. Uh, but he says Friday's freak show was as prepackaged as a rerun of the Celebrity Apprentice. Apprentice. The only difference was that Donald Trump delivered his lines on the phone from a hotel room in the Windy City, instead of on the set of his made-for-TV boardroom. It was all a scam. Hmm. Wow. Has anyone noticed that Trump's campaign now regularly stages media events designed to eclipse any negative coverage that predictably follows Republican debates? I have noticed yep. that. Yep. Huh. I have noticed that. Hmm. Huh. The February 25th debate in Houston, where Marco Rubio delivered the campaign's most withering critique of Trump, was followed the next morning with Chris Christie's headline-grabbing endorsement. Oh, yes. That Friday press conference consumed all political coverage throughout the weekend and limited any fallout from the Fox debate to a hearty band of Trump deniers on Twitter. Then, last Thursday, Rubio delivered the debate performance of his life in Miami. Now, again, Scarborough famously does not like Rubio. And he's praising both of these, mm-hmm. uh, uh, both of these debate performances. 
With Ohio five days, uh, Florida and Ohio five days away, the Trump campaign took no chances. It leaked the news of Ben Carson's coming endorsement before the debate even began and held another Friday morning press conference to showcase it. But Carson was just a warm-up act. When news broke early Friday night that the Chicago rally had been canceled because of safety fears, you didn't need to be a programming genius to predict what would be jamming Americans' airwaves for the rest of the night. And for the next four hours, the candidate who was promising to weaken libel laws spoke on cable news channels about how his First Amendment rights were being violated. Was, uh, this is Joe Scarborough. Great, wow. Is there another Joe Scarborough? <laughs> like, is there another guy whose name is Joe Scarborough but has never been on MSNBC? Is that possible? Because that doesn't, I, does no, not doesn't sound like, like a, him. Does not seem like the same guy that I know from the Douche Hall of Fame, I'll tell you that. Um, after the next four months, the candidate who was promising to weaken libel laws on the cable news. Uh, about his first he, I said that right. He was uh, doing all this while reaching a far larger audience than he ever could have done while actually speaking at a rally. As been, in, has, has been the case throughout the entire 2016 cycle, Trump thrives on the political chaos he helps create. Uh, it should be create, but it says creates. <laughs> uh, if it is true that opportunity and chaos are the same word in Mandarin, Trump should stamp the word on a poster and sell it at his next scheduled event. For the Manhattan billionaire, manufactured chaos is just as profitable for his brand as Paris Hilton's sex tape was for hers. And this is pretty damning stuff. Yeah, it is. The rally we were canceled, um, we were told, because law enforcement officials consulted with the campaign and concluded that scrubbing the event was in the best interest of public safety. One problem, the Chicago Police Department said that never actually happened. Amazing. Yeah, it goes on and on and on, but it's uh, pretty cr critical. And uh, I mean, the I, guy's a liar. And really, one of the biggest uh, pro-Trump arguments seems to be that he can manipulate the media, mm -hmm. which again is him lying. Um, but that he can lie to the media and get them to do things he wants to do, which is an interesting case from a guy with a seventy percent disapproval rating, because uh, it's certainly not working. I mean, I, I guess this guy's some magician that's going to make everybody like him, except for sixty-five percent of Republicans and almost everyone else. That's why you shouldn't vote for him today in any of the primaries that are going on. You should vote for Ted Cruz. Okay? Even if you were thinking about voting for Donald Trump or John Kasich or Marco Rubio, you should instead vote for well, Ted you Cruz. You need to vote strategically. So this is how this works. If you mm -hmm. happen to be a Donald Trump supporter, the right vote today, just today, is to Ted vote Cruz. for Ted Cruz. Now, right. if you're a John Kasich supporter, it's a little bit different. Today you need to vote for Theodore Ted, Cruz. Ted Cruz. Look for Theodore, Theodore Cruz. Cruz. Yes. Uh, okay. And then if you have any Marco Rubio supporter, uh, you definitely oh my look gosh, for the you last should vote for Cruz. Rafael Cruz's son. Yes, yes, look for that. Ted. It's C-R-U-Z on your ballots. Marco, it's if not you vote, spelled like Tom Cruise. No, it's not no, spelled it's not. the same. And that's a lot of people are getting that wrong. If you yeah. want, if you're a big supporter of Donald Trump, the way Trump is spelled mm -hmm. on your ballots is C R U Z. It's a big problem with the ballots. They had a printing <laughs> error. <laughs> is this working? It's probably working on the Trump. That's people. all. Probably. That's, now those are just the ballots that have Rubio on it. If, right? if you see Rubio yeah. on it, you need to look for now the case Cruz. Ones. Cruz. If you, yeah. if, yes, and then in, the same thing in Ohio. If you see Kasich on the ballot, you need to vote for Cruz. Okay, and then and then in Florida, Florida. if you see Trump on the ballot, vote for, for Cruz. Cruz. Right. That's the. There. That's a. It's, so. Now, if you want to vote for Kasich or Trump, uh, then you need to vote Cruz or Rubio. Right. That's or, only that's only in Illinois and Missouri. Or you can yes, vote next week because they. I guess the turnout's supposed to be really high. And now, so the if only you want to vote for Trump, if you're really excited for him mm -hmm. and you don't care who else is on the ballot, right. you could vote next week. I will say, however, if you want to vote for Jim Gilmore, vote for Jim Gilmore. Right, Jeffy? No, that's not even funny. <laughs>
Well, I, I hurt you with that one, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, that hurts. Is it because I noticed on your little story you did uh, during the radio <laughs> show, I, I looked it up on uh, how much uh, free media time the uh, oh, you did? <laughs> I didn't give Gilmore even on the list. Jim is not on that list. <laughs> no wonder. I mean, I'm a little pissed for him. I will bet you <laughs> that would be fun to see if he got any. I, it would all be from us, right? Yeah, we, I mean, we're the only people talking about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His name was not on the New York Times list, though. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Jim Gilmore got over $18 <laughs> worth of free publicity in the media. Yeah. Over $18. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's pushing it for pets, too. <laughs> that, that story came along so late in the uh, in the actual uh, show today. We, uh, you, we, we, I don't think we have it in the prep. But listen, listen this is an amazing list. <laughs> now, uh, as of people who bought ads, number one, Jeb Bush, 82 million of ads. Rubio, 55 million. Sanders and Clinton, 28 million each. Cruz, 22. Christie, Cruz has only spent 22 million in, of, ads? in ads. Wow. Christie, 17. Kasich, 14. Trump, 10. Wow. Carson, 5. Jindal, 3. Uh, but when it comes to mm. earn, what they call earned media, which is another way of saying free media, you're on TV all the time talking, mm-hmm. or they're uh, playing, you know, one of the big things that they're doing is not, because, I mean, you might say, okay, you bring on Donald Trump with Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper asks him some tough questions, and maybe that's not the best kind of media, even though all publicity is good publicity. We know that. Um, but <laughs> it's not just that. With Trump, it's here's a wall-to-wall hour and ten-minute speech at a rally with no mm-hmm. questioning. Just right. we're just going to open up the mics and and, and go on coffee break. And, the, and I don't know if they counted this uh, for this. I I didn't read it yet, but they. Uh, you don't know if they counted this for this. If they, if I don't know if they counted uh-huh. the time on the television shows where they right. wait uh-huh. for the Donald Trump rally. Yeah. They're down in the corner. And they're talking for about Donald, Donald to Trump. arrive. Yeah. yeah. I mean that. Come on. I guarantee they just see bumps uh, in, in the ratings, so they just keep airing all of them, and they, they don't do. care. Uh, listen to this. This is, uh, this is earned media or free media. Uh, ben Carson, $112 million worth of free media. Marco Rubio, $204. Uh, Jeb Bush, $214 million. Uh, which is, that's kind of amazing that right there, those two. Mm-hmm. That Bush has received still to this day more than Rubio, even though Rubio's still alive and Jeb has already dropped out a long time ago. Um, Ted Cruz, $313 million of free media. Bernie Sanders, more than Ted Cruz. Think about that for a second. A socialist who has mm-hmm. absolutely no chance of winning. I mean, I, look, I, not, Seriously, it's not zero. a, I mean, with the exception of something like a Clinton indictment, right, that comes down tomorrow. Uh, even she, then, even then, she Gore probably gets still in win. or somebody gets right. in. I doubt Bernie Sanders. You know. I mean, it's it's basically no chance has still received three hundred and twenty one million dollars of free media. So three thirteen for Cruz, wow. three twenty one for Sanders, seven forty six for Clinton. So more much more than double any other candidate we've talked about so far for Hillary Clinton. Seven hundred and forty six mm-hmm. million dollars. But three times that for Donald Trump. One point nine billion dollars of free media. billion. How? I mean, think about this for a second. How Mm. bad of a candidate do you have to be to be at 35% in your primary when you've had $1.9 billion of free media? He's had six times what Ted Cruz has had, and he's beating him by five percentage points. I mean, this is not a success story, guys. Not to mention, he's got a 70% unfavorable rating in the general electorate with $1.9 billion of free media. Mm. It's a disaster. I mean, in reality, any other candidate with those numbers would be winning by 20 points. 
it's really embarrassing when you really think yeah. about it in those numbers. Um, but, you know, he's been getting uh, the backing of a lot of people who don't seem to have any character whatsoever. Uh, it was like Chris Christie. It's not the truth. I mean, Chris Christie's an easiest example because he looks like a hostage behind, uh, behind the stage the whole time. Um, but, uh, you know, and these pathetic, pandering interviews. Last Yesterday, uh, do we have this one in here? I don't know if we do. Uh, they were doing a rally. Trump was doing a rally with Chris Christie. And starts bashing John Kasich for being a governor who is mm -hmm. an absentee governor. He's not even governor of the state. And about halfway through it, he realizes, oh, I'm standing in front of Chris Christie, who was much worse than John Kasich in that particular thing of abandoning his state. And he turns around and he goes, oh, sorry, sorry, Chris, I had to make a point. Sorry. I mean, because Chris Christie was, all, I mean, yeah. by the same analysis, Christie was worse <laughs> than Kasich. Uh, but here is uh, Ben Carson. Oh, man. Why in the hell did you endorse Donald Trump? Watch. He will surround himself with very good people. Nice. And will very one of them be Dr. People. Ben Carson? Very I will be uh, doing things as well. Yes. You'll be in, doing in the administration as well? Uh, certainly in an advisory capacity. That's been determined you, uh -huh. when, when you sat down with him that was discussed? Yes. And, and you, you want to tell us, would it be advisory towards medicine, towards education? Well, you know, we it's haven't sports. hammered out all the details, but it is very important you know that we work together Weather? and is it a, this country is it a cabinet position sir um again uh, i'm not going to reveal any details about it right now because all of this is still very liquid i got you it's liquid see uh again uh i just i was promised um something if i endorsed him and so that's what i did mm. i don't really give a rat's ass what do you yeah that's where he stands on any of the issues. Did Glenn, did Glenn say this on the air or off the air that Donald he doesn't see Donald Trump as a guy who pays his bills? You know, he promises mm -hmm. he promises you big appointments, but mm -hmm. when when he wins the nomination, if he were to win the presidency, even uh, you're not you're not getting the stuff's not paying off for you. I mean, unless you show you're real. Even if it does, yeah. What a worm! What a miserable, what a worm. stinking what a worm! worm. Mm -hmm. I you know pathetic about uh, maybe. October, November, I was starting to be tired of people saying, Oh, Ben Carson's such a wonderful man. He's such a good... It was because I was... I, I wasn't sure then. Mm -hmm. But now? Yeah. Are you kidding I mean, me? This, I mean... Come on. The guy's got no principles at all. Yeah. None. He sold out whatever principle... Uh, he ever had when he, when he signed up with Donald Trump. There is some magical power that Donald Trump's ha Trump, Trump has over mm. a certain section of the Republican voter, though. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, how on earth, how on earth can Ben Carson think that it, what Ted Cruz did to him, quote unquote, is worse than what Trump did? I mean, just for me, it has nothing to do with politics or the fact that I like Cruz more. Because I do. But it's like Donald Trump said you were lying about your entire life. He said you, mm. your religion was fake to compared win to votes. A pedophile. He compared you to a pedophile. Mm. Uh, again, you know, to, to back up what the cruise thing was, one more, for one more time, CNN had a report. On the screen, it said, Campaign Carson to take a break after Iowa. Dan, uh, they, Jake Tapper said it was very unusual news throughout. And Dana Bash said, look, if you want to be president of the United States... You don't go home to Florida. What the hell do you think was going on there? They very clearly made it seem as if he was going to drop out. Um, and I love this mm -hmm. quote. I don't think I've ever actually said this on the air because um, this comment I loved. This is from someone, an, Iowa, an actual Iowa voter. I live in the second uh, largest city in Iowa and was at the caucus. 
I was in the multi-precinct room with approximately 1,500 people. Not once, not ever, was one word spoken about the possibility of Carson dropping out. I was even live tweeting throughout the caucus and didn't see, read, hear anything about all of this until after the caucus was completed. Even if this was a calculated uh, campaign dirty trick, which I don't believe, this is a non-issue that had no effect on the results. That's great. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's so great. blatantly. I just don't understand how you even get there if you're Ben Carson. I mean, I, I guess he, I guess he's promised you something. But I mean, listen to this. This is, uh, as you know, Jeffy certainly knows, uh, U.S. Code Title 18, Part One, Chapter 29, Section 599. Why? Bring whoever, that up? <laughs> whoever, being a candidate, directly or indirectly promises or pledges the appointment or the use of his influence or support for the appointment of any person to any public or private position or employment for the purpose of procuring support in his candidacy shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than a year or both. And if the violation was willful, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than two years or both. You are not so able not legal legal to, do that? to hey, wow. you're my surgeon general, I didn't know that. vote for me. I did not know that. Now, is it something that they actually it's enforce? It's done all the yeah. time. I mean, so, it's no. never explicitly. I mean, you see, at right. some mm. level there, Carson's sort of hedging it, saying, oh, we haven't worked out. It's liquid. It's advisory. It's a mm -hmm. liquid situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. because it, and that might be because some lawyer has said, by the way, you can't do that, so don't say it. Even the, even the situations we've talked about where we're like, well, if we promised Rubio the vice presidency for his support, I don't know if you could even do that. I don't know legally if you could do it although i guess if, if vice president you're actually naming that that's part of your job as a presidential candidate yeah. so that might yeah. actually work and you can do that whenever you want yeah and it just so happens to come after marco rubio decided to drop out of the race so i thought hey he'd be a great running mate and so we kind of decided that around the same time and that's why <laughs> that's why Marco Rubio is now my vice president uh, candidate. Right. <laughs> That'd be fine. That's I mean, that's, fine with that's how Trump, I don't care. That's how Trump yeah. gets away with not paying his bills too, right? I mean, yeah. he says, "Look, I, you know, you know, I can't legally do this, but you're going to be a part. You're going to be a part of my thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to be part of my thing, and no problem. You're well, get you in. You're, I love you. Look, I was just joking." Just joking about the pedophile thing. Yeah, and so the campaign, how, how, all the rest how? of it, because the pedophile thing was certainly not the only thing. And it was not a joke either. And it was not a joke. I mean, he was saying that he lied. He said about he went his into a bathroom childhood. and came out a con committed Christian. Well, he, he said, found God in the bathroom. He found God in the bathroom. He came yeah. back out. I mean, how stupid are That's the people of unreal. Iowa? That's unreal. That's unreal. Yeah. Amazing. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. We've we have more, uh, and we'll get to it in a sec. But uh, you know, when you're not prepared, you really have to rely on others, and that sucks. Uh, like, if you had to rely, let's say your your neighbor is Jeffy. <laughs> I mean, if you want to take a chance that Jeffy is first of all going to have any extra food. <laughs> He's already eaten it. His family can't even be eaten because he's got it all. And second, would be willing to share any extra food with you. Good luck. Am I right? I mean, good freaking luck on that one. Right? Everybody's with me on that. So <laughs> I agree. I agree. Get a four-week emergency you? food supply for only $99. 99 bucks. Look, 99 bucks is going to buy you 140 <laughs> servings of food. So this is a lot of food. 
hey. that's going to last a long time, and mm -hmm. it lasts. Uh, it's going to you know stay it's good. Stay fresh in these pouches. Yeah, twenty five years. Twenty five years. Twenty five years. One tenth of Jeffy's life. This so, will. Uh, so mm -hmm. They're claiming that this is four weeks. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, for 140 servings. Not for okay. you. Not for it's you. not going to last four weeks for you. It's going to last last four last four weeks for a normal person or a person with a hefty appetite. Uh, that's uh, that's four weeks for them. For you, you know, it's four <laughs> hours of food. Four meals, well, maybe? Well, it's actually, because you'd have to add water to it. It'd probably take some time to prepare it, so probably yeah. almost six hours. You don't have to add water to all of it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, you really don't. Get, no, you don't. Uh, give him a call. Uh, get free shipping uh, as well. Uh, give him a call and ask him how. 888-411-5290 uh, is the number. 888-411-5290 right now. Or go online. Uh, at preparewiththeblaze.com. Think about it. This chocolate pudding will be good in the year 2040. 2040. If Jeffy a doesn't eat it first. If Jeffy doesn't eat it first. Which he will. So. Four weeks supply of food for $99. Call them right now while you're thinking about it. 888-411-5290 or online at preparewiththeblaze.com. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, Hillary Clinton said something fairly interesting yesterday at the MSNBC uh, Democratic Town Hall. Um, I found this kind of fascinating. Uh, let's check it out together, shall we? Now, is Libya perfect? It isn't. But did they have two elections that were free and fair? Can we they stop for a second? For Can we stop that? I mean, that is unbelievable. I am so tired of these progressives. Saying that about absolutely everything that sucks yeah. in the world. Is it, it the health care, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act? Is it perfect? No. Is it perfect? It's a disaster. Libya, is it perfect? No. No, it isn't. It's a disaster. It's not perfect. Uh, oh, that's by the way, this always is... their standard. Yeah. Is it perfect? Nobody said the standard is perfection. Right. And it's, but what you're talking about wow. is it's not even close. I mean, even the president of the United States has called Libya a mess. Right. I mean, recently. He was, recently. I mean, he, uh, even he's admitting it's, it's a disaster there, yeah. which it is. Um, so the idea that uh, that's the standard is obviously ridiculous. <clears throat> it's, it's killing me. I'm just sick and tired of this. Uh, Obama did it all the time. Hillary does it all the time. Pelosi does it all the time. Is it perfect? No, but it's better. We had to do something. Uh, all right, let's start from the beginning again and find out what she had to say. Now, is Libya perfect? It isn't. But did they have two ah! elections that were free and fair where they voted no, for moderates? They were free and yes, fair. They you did. know they were. So, you know, 
changing from a dictator who has hollowed out your country to something resembling a functioning state and even hopefully more of a democratic one doesn't happen overnight. And we've got to continue to support the Libyan people to give them a chance yeah. because otherwise yeah. you see what's happened in Syria with the consequences of millions of people flooding out of Syria. with more than 250,000 people killed with terrorist groups like ISIS taking up almost uh, a huge swath bit, of territory as big as some of the states in that area. So yes, I mean Libya was a different uh, kind of uh, calculation yeah. and mm. we didn't lose a single person. Wait, what was that last part? We didn't lose a single person what now? in Libya. We didn't lose a single person. What, uh, come again? <laughs> Uh, you know, other than the four we lost. Other than those four. So it was not a single person. It was four people. It was four people. She's, so she's technically right. We didn't lose a single person. It was four people. We did much worse than and that. And, of course, she's, she's talking there about the beginning of the revolution right. in Libya. But that's what led to losing the four people, because Libya is such a freaking mess. Mm -hmm. That's why we know it's not perfect, Pumpkin. It that's is a, why. It is a failed Ugh. state. Terribly failed. These people, uh, against the American will, failed miserably. Went into Libya and uh, screwed with it. Yep. And now it is a failed state. Oh, That's the yeah. truth about Libya. I mean, and, you know, you got to make this disclaimer all the time. Uh, no, I didn't want Muammar Gaddafi to babysit my kids. He was not a good guy. Uh, Jeffy wanted him to babysit his. I, I don't think he would have had a problem with that. I was, I'd rather right have Gaddafi babysit my kids than Jeffy. Well, yes. I mean, but if that's the choice, I'm staying home and I'm not going out for the night. True. You know what I mean? Ever. Um, so Gaddafi was a bad guy. But these bad guys have a way of keeping order in their countries. And if Gaddafi was in power, I don't think there's any way the Benghazi situation occurs. I, I think those four Americans are still alive. Oh, my God. There's something to be said for that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not just total chaos like it is now. Right. And the uh, spread of ISIS would be a lot less than it is right now as well. Yeah, it yeah. would. I mean, I, it's, and it's, it's pretty clear what you're saying, I think, to most people uh, about Hillary Clinton is that you don't like women. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of, you know, you're a Republican. No, I'm actually married uh, to a woman. Um, I like her very much. You mean you control a woman? Uh, don't like a <laughs> slave. You met my woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, and you, uh, you know, you're controlled her. by. Or, uh, yes, I am controlled by <laughs> a woman. woman. I gotta give you guys so, some lessons. Uh, you uh -huh, are the yeah, worst of the bunch, uh, by the way. Give you guys some lessons. <laughs> you uh, literally, uh -huh. anything Ember says, you do immediately. Mm -hmm. You are essentially, you are almost <laughs> remote controlled by Ember. <laughs> Wow, nothing could be farther. In from fact, she just made you say that by pushing three <laughs> buttons. Oh. Uh, here is, uh, by the way, more of Pat's women hatred. This uh -huh. is uh, coming from Donald Trump. If you haven't seen this ad yet, we this played it on amazing. the radio, um, but you, you might not have seen it. It's pretty effective, and I would say the very uh, first little baby step into this type of thing, you'll see this with every single minority group because you can build an ad like this mm -hmm. with blacks, with Hispanics, with almost any group, really. Yeah. Um, here, watch. It's better with the sound. Really? I yeah. I, I didn't. I, I actually like it better. See, I feel like that's... You can uh, hear what they're saying. But it, I mean, if you're a really good lip reader, sometimes you can, you know, because you can play along and say... I wonder how good a lip reader I am. Right. And then you turn the sound all the way down, and then you, you try to figure it out. Well, the truth is we didn't, uh, we don't have any uh, 
we didn't get paid to run that, so we only run the audio on radio and then just the video without <laughs> the audio on TV. Really? It's kind of weird, yeah. All right, well, no. now we're going to combine... <laughs> wow, I didn't know we could do this. ...the radio with Do we the have video. the technology to do that? Apparently, we just developed it. We can try. And here it, here it maybe is. Bimbo, dog, fat pig. Real quotes from Donald Trump about women. A person who is very flat-chested is very hard to be a 10. I'd look her right in that fat, ugly face of hers. Look at that face. Right, Would Jeffy. anyone vote for that? <laughs> she had the height. She had the beauty. She was crazy. But these are minor details. I like kids. I mean, I won't do anything to take care of them. I'll supply <laughs> funds, and she'll take care of the kids. Sure. You know, it really doesn't matter what they write, as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of <laughs> That must be a pretty picture. You dropping to your knees. There was blood coming out of her eyes. Mm. Blood coming out of her... Wherever. Women, you have to treat them like <laughs> This is so how Donald bad. Trump talks about so our bad. mothers, so our bad. sisters, our daughters. If you believe America deserves mm. better, vote against Donald Trump. Wow. Our principles pack is responsible for the content of this advertising. Seriously, I mean, Good how many of those ads will run? And remember, summer long? this is just airing for the first time, I think today or maybe yesterday. Um, none of this is priced in to his 72% uh, unfavorable rating w among uh, general election voters. Yeah. That includes, by the way, the Republicans. It's not just Democrats that are. Uh, Democrats are like 8% approval. Uh, independents are way down there as well, uh, low 20s. Um, and then, you know, Republicans are way up in like the 38 to 40% range. It's amazing. Um, it's a complete uh, disaster. Um, and he's a d disastrous general election candidate. And if you vote for this guy and you let that happen, you make it that easy for the Democrats and the media, you, just get, you, you get what you deserve. Every debate of the Hillary last Clinton, the several, he has said, I haven't even struck, because everybody brings up how poorly he performs against Hillary. And he always makes the excuse, well, I haven't even started on her yet. Uh, they haven't even begun to start on him yet. Yeah. And when they do, it's going to be ugly because they've got all kinds of cannon fodder like that. I mean, that's just a, that's an easy one. Easy. Uh, you know, we were, uh, you know, laughing at his idiocy through some of that. Yeah. But I mean, you, the parts where he's talking about how beautiful it, or how what a nice picture it would be to see a woman on her knees. How do you think that's going to play in a general election? How do you think well? And they'll probably use the actual clip from the from the Apprentice uh, show to accentuate the point because. He tries to he tries to claim, oh, I, I wasn't talking about that. Well, he just lies. What were you talking about? And when you see the show, when you see that clip, you know damn good and well. Yeah, he's talking about what everybody thinks he's talking about. Um, it's interesting too to like the, the Hillary Clinton poll thing is one of the most interesting lies. Very easy to look up. Mm -hmm. uh, anyone can look it up. He's mm -hmm. lost tw uh, nineteen of twenty one polls against Hillary Clinton. Nineteen of the last twenty one. Um, so that's pretty good. He's won two. He's won two of 21. And two. what he will say when you ask him, hey, you're losing in all the polls, Hillary, he goes, I win many polls, many mm -hmm. polls. All the I'm best winning. polls. Many, all the best polls I'm winning. Uh, you know, sure, 19 two. of 21, you've lost. You've, but You've won two. But you've won two. Um, and, of course, those are in those two, you performed worse than the other Republicans because they also won. Mm -hmm. um, Rubio wins the majority of the time. Cruz wins about half the time against, uh, against Hillary. Um, and, uh, you know, look, they, there is a really good argument uh, to be made 
But the only way that Donald Trump can beat Hillary Clinton in a general election is something like she gets indicted and goes to prison. Mm -hmm. She, uh, which any Republican could win. At she that still point. might beat him from prison. She might. Um, you know, some some sort of really game changing terrorist attack or something like that perhaps mm -hmm. could swing could swing it. Um, you know, there's there are things here and there. I mean, anything is possible, which is what the, part of the danger of having Donald Trump as the Republican nominee, because part of it is, well, you, he probably won't win. So maybe, you know, you like you've just you've destroyed four years and the country's going to get much worse. But Donald Trump, I think, could do a lot more damage to the Constitution in many ways than even a Democrat. Um, but so, you know, but it's four years and it's over. Um, you never know with these things. I mean, I would say that if the same thing happened that happened to George W. Bush at the end of his, uh, you know, 2008 uh, presidency, when it was ending in 2008, and you had the economic collapse, as bad as a candidate as John McCain was, he had absolutely no chance of winning that election. It was just, I mean, Obama was there. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. They were going to punish George W. Bush for that collapse. Mm -hmm. whether it was his fault or not. Same thing here with Barack Obama. If, again, if we had a massive uh, collapse and we, and we had the Dow was at 8,000 by the time election happened, which is, you know, it's unlikely, but it's not impossible that something terrible could happen like that. It's, you know, I, I think it is unlikely. Uh, but if something like that were to happen or something else, like a ma major terrorist attack or something else that Obama has been on the wrong side from that comes to fruition right before the election, who knows what could happen? And in many ways, shockingly, that would probably not be a positive thing. Because, I mean, at least Hillary Clinton will play lip service to the process. Donald Trump will do whatever the hell he wants. Mm -hmm. uh, and you might like some of it, but you're going to dislike a lot of it. Triple eight seven two seven back. More Pat and Stu. Come on. According to the New York Times, to maintain their supply of sex slaves, uh, ISIS is push, pushing for birth control. Of course. Isn't that against Islam? No, not in this particular case. It is not. Um, okay, no. good. During the year uh, she was held by Islamic State, she spent her days mm. dreading the smell of the ISIS fighter's breath, the disgusting sounds he made, and the pain he inflicted on her body. More than anything, she was tormented by the thought that she might become pregnant with the rapist child. It was mm. the one thing she needn't have worried about. Soon after buying her, the fighter brought her, uh, the teenage girl a round box containing four strips of pills, one of them colored red. Every day I had to swallow one in front of him. He gave me one box per month. When I ran out, he replaced it. When I was sold from man to, one man to another, the box of pills came with me, explained the girl who learned only months later that she was being given birth control. Um, it's a particularly mm. modern solution to a medieval injunction. According to an obscure ruling in Islamic law cited by the Islamic State, a man must ensure that a woman he enslaves is free of child before having intercourse with her. These are the sorts of rules that you must follow. They're very important. Sure, mm -hmm. you can take sex slaves, but you can't have pregnant sex slaves. No. I mean, on. let's That'd be tasteful silly. here. Right. You know? That'd be silly. Mm -hmm. uh, Islamic State's leaders have made sexual slavery, uh, as they believe it was practiced during uh, Prophet Muhammad's time, integral mm -hmm. to the group's operations, preying on the women and girls the group has captured from 
uh, religious minorities almost a couple, a couple of years ago now. Uh, to keep the sex trade running, the fighters have aggressively pushed birth control on their victims so they can continue to abuse unabated while the women mm. are passed among them. These are, uh, it's an interesting pragmatic solution to a freaking psychotic problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, this is a, just a sick story. It really is. And, and it is sick. something that normally you cannot have birth control in Islam. But, I mean, they, yeah. it seems like these groups always have a ruling that you don't know about. Oh, you know, uh, Muhammad Atta, big time Islamic guy. But you know what? Yeah, did he go to the strip club the night before? Sure. 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 He did. But, but that's okay. It was to fool the stupid Americans. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, because okay. they didn't know it was coming. Um, <laughs> yeah. I in at that. least one case, too, a woman was forced to have an abortion in order to make her available for sex, and others were pressured to do so as well. Even though abortion is also not acceptable in Islam, I guess there's a special rule on that, too, with sex slaves. Well, they can't, they can't, be, with can't, child, can't right? be with child, Can't be with child, can't be, not be a sex slave. So right. <laughs> It's kind of an amazing story when oh, you think about it. Sick. Um, and uh, the Islamic State uh, has a lot of these weird things going on. Um, yeah. uh, and now they're in competition with... The new group, uh, what uh, is it? Oh, I can't think of the stupid AQIM. Is it? I think it's AQIM because we knew AQAP, which mm. is Al Qaeda of the. Uh, it's like the of the peninsula. The uh, AQ, uh -huh. uh, that I can't think of that. I can never remember the names of them. And then there's AQIM, which is the new one. They're like pissed off. They want to be the new Islamic State. There's a little competition going on among yeah. terrorist groups. And now. what does the IM stand for? It's Al Qaeda intermediate. Sure. Al Qaeda okay. in the Islamic. M a g h r e b. In the Islamic Maghrib, Maghrib. I don't know how to pronounce it. In the Islamic Maghrib. Yes, the uh, Islamic Maghrib. The Maghrib is only available for a limited time. In in uh, <laughs> in Algeria. Yeah. So there, there. I mean, it is. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the Boko Haram as well. Right. Another group that's uh, kind of. You've got uh, the remnants of the old school Al Qaeda. It's funny because remember when. Uh, 9-11 happened, it was like, there's a new kind of warfare. There's a new kind of warfare we're not prepared for. These are people, these aren't, they don't have flags on the sides of their planes. These are, uh, this is a new uh, type of, different type of warfare that we're not prepared for, never dealt with before. I just heard the other day, they're like, um, you know, uh, the Islamic State and AQIM, they're doing things differently, not like the traditional old ways of Al-Qaeda. Like now Al-Qaeda <laughs> is dated mm -hmm. and no, no one cares about them anymore. Uh, and, and a lot of it has to do with the idea of pulling off a massive attack. They think, well, you know, look, can we get multiple planes at the same time and all these coordinated pieces or, or a dirty bomb or a shoe bomb or all these things that Al-Qaeda tried? Well, now it's like, well, what if we, you know, get an illegal weapon and just go and just shoot up a, a concert? It's a lot easier. We yeah. just do that. What if we just take captives and then burn them in cages and put the video on the Internet? And people would be really scared of us then. I mean, these are terrible, terrible people. And, and uh, you know, the fact that uh, it's still going on, you know, right at what was this, the news yesterday where Russia is pulling its troops out of Syria. Yeah. Now they're actually withdrawing from Syria. I don't know if that means we're winning or losing. I can tell you that Kerry was just out the other day saying how much we're winning. Well, we, so we've, that means we've we're moved losing. Back. Yeah, I know. It probably means we're losing. I mean, he was saying we've pushed them back. We've taken them out of Syria. We've taken them out of Iraq. Hmm. But they've given up, you know, we, we, we retained 40% of their former territory, all these big promises. It's kind of hard to see the progress. Yeah. Uh, at least from the news breaking from the region.
But well, at least at least the girls though are not with child as their sex slaves. That we've got going for us. And it's I, mean, I don't want them punished with a baby. What about a sexually transmitted disease? <laughs> An STD okay? at 16. Yeah. Don't want that. No. Um, it, it's so bad with ISIS that the House has unanimously agreed on something. Unanimously agreed. The ISIS House? No, the... <laughs> okay, the, not, not the Islamic the congressional, House. The U.S. House of Representatives okay. Wow. Okay. here. Uh, they've agreed to pass a resolution that declared the Islamic State to be committing genocide against Christians and other religious minorities in the Middle East, something the president and the administration will not do. They refuse, absolutely refuse to call it genocide. They won't do it. Uh, the House has, you know, it's in a vote of 383 to nothing. Wow. 383 to zero. When is when does that ever happen? Yeah, pretty much never. Almost there's usually some never. There's usually some like you know. Is the sky blue? You can't even get them on that. Yeah. Well, no, because sometimes it's cloudy. Uh-uh. So, <laughs> no, there's I usually a Cynthia McKinney yes or somebody like that yeah. around to say no yeah. to every war-related uh, thing. Wow, 383 to zero. Yeah, amazing. Pretty uh, pretty amazing. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents do coming up in a sec. Um, is Jeffy a bad guy? Just past 383 to zero. Wow. I mean, it's not a surprise. Not a surprise. Not, but why are you always putting crackers all over the place next to your computer? Why can't you just get the food in your mouth? Pat and Stu. Uh, Stu is trying once again to depress us and uh, spoil our mood. I was just ruminating about the uh, chances of uh, Cruz winning four out of five tonight. Thinking right. I've already predicted he'll win three. Three states. Right. Those being Illinois, North Carolina, Missouri. And Missouri. Uh, but there's a chance he could also sneak in and win uh, Ohio. I know. And then take, that, start... take that right away from uh, Kasich and Trump. And as you were saying that, I thought, oh, I started thinking about, man, if you could sweep. Uh-huh. And then I, you had to stop. Yeah. Because that's just not going to It's okay. He's but not going to win all five. So then Stu decided to but come four along. four out of five would be great. And then Stu decided to come along <laughs> and kick you right. Well, now, frankly, I will say this. One state tonight would be great. <laughs> One state would be uh, a really nice job by Ted Cruz. Two states would be phenomenal. Three would be uh, elected well, dreams. We're headed toward a contested convention. Then, oh my gosh, can't have that. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yes, we can. We can. And then Let's Stu, but then Stu starts <laughs> in on his. Yeah, there's a 99.99% chance that Trump wins Florida. Again, these are not my projections. As you point out, they're from 538.com. They suck. (laughs) I mean, they only suck when they're predicting that Trump wins. And they suck. (laughs) Well, that's true. What is is the percentage? So I'll go through through all all states. Florida, uh, 97% Trump. Good God. 3% Rubio. Come on. Is what they believe, and they give so they give Cruz a zero percent chance. Officially, uh, less than one percent chance. All right, uh, Illinois, they have sixty-two percent Trump, thirty-one percent Cruz. Okay, this is, this is not. I mean, it's right. not bad considering. That's not bad. Five uh, percent Kasich, one percent Rubio. Still on the they suck. Uh, yeah, they still. Yeah, 
yeah. Missouri, there's not enough polling to actually come up with a projection, but Trump really? is leading the polling by a few points. Oh, the farmers um, love Trump. Yeah, that was within the margin of error. Yeah, that's uh, last I saw in Missouri. You gotta hope, you gotta got hope the, the middle the middle of Missouri shows up to vote. The farmers and stuff, because the cities, you're gonna, you know, you're, you're gonna Trump's gonna get St. Louis and probably Kansas City, but you got to get the rest of the state to go cruise to win that one. Mm -hmm. uh, in North Carolina, they have Donald Trump 88% to win uh, there, wow. and Cruz 12%. What? And then in, in Ohio, uh, you have uh, Shut up. Cruz and Rubio they tied suck. for less than 1%. Donald Trump, a 14% chance. John Kasich, 86% chance they think he's going to win that state. Wow. Which, I mean, he's led, I think, uh, five, or led or tied five or six in a row. You know, initially I thought it'd be better if Rubio won Florida and Kasich won Ohio. And now I'm just, I'm not there anymore. I'm this thinking is why I it'd don't be better for Trump to way. win so those two would get out. This is why I don't bother with this stuff, though. Because if you go through and you try to figure out, you know, yeah. you go through your entire life trying to manipulate the voting results. You can't control that. Besides, what you we can can't, control. We can't manipulate. What you can so. control, though, is how you feel afterwards. How you feel about your vote. Ten years from now, you can say who you voted for. You can feel mm -hmm. good if you vote for the candidate you think is best. That's beautiful. And that's Ted Cruz. And that way. is beautiful. That was beautiful. That was Thank Ted, you for that and speech. That was Ted Cruz. It was Ted Cruz. It's Ted Cruz. It's beautiful. You will always feel good about your Ted Cruz vote. Sure, we're saying. off. Sure, we're off the air. It's and true. Living in a camp, but we voted for Cruz. Yeah, you don't say it at that point. You say, no, I voted for Trump. I don't know who these people are who voted for Cruz. Why are you taking me off to a camp when I love this guy? Yeah. Donald, what, look why? it up. Look that? it up. We voted for you, bro. <laughs> Make America great again. That's what I've been saying for a yeah. long time. Hey, we said we love the art of the deal thing that you did. And did right? so well back in Those, the 80s. We'll make man. edits of all the time I've told the story of like, I, you know, I loved Trump when I was a kid. I had the book. I had Trump I the just game. Removed and just remove all the rest of the beginning. Trump. <laughs> Screw old people that want to live in their house forever. Get rid of yes, them. I hate Kick them out. <laughs> right. You know? Get them to a camp, put them in a tournament of Soylent Green or whatever. And let's hey, we've always said, look, there wouldn't be any hospitals or bridges without eminent domain. Right. Yep. Said there it from the there beginning. Would be none. There would be none. <laughs> we should do one show where we use as our example show to yeah. get us out of the camp. Let's do that. Where we're just all very pro-Trump. Mm -hmm. I like we can just date it like you know, like July of last year, so we look like we're really early on the bandwagon. <laughs> these complaints about the Trump. Time. Oh my gosh, these complaints about <laughs> Trump that you know he was taking old people's houses. Well, good, actually, good. Yeah, first of all, that didn't happen. Yeah, it's if number one, he didn't, he didn't take an house. old lady's house. Mm -hmm. Secondly, even if he did, good. Yeah. First of all, it was an ugly eyesore. I I shouldn't have to look at that when I go down on the. Uh, you know, the boardwalk in Atlantic City, and I want to do some gambling, and I want to go to a beautiful Trump casino. I don't right. want to see her eyesore of a house. Yeah, exactly. Right? Where's my limo driver supposed to park? Right. I agree with both of you on this particular situation. Uh, you know, it's funny, too. Like, we always talk about eminent domain, and that's one of the ways, obviously, Trump mm -hmm. won, uh, you know, built his business. Um, but one of the ways we – it's essentially eminent domain in my mind, which is he would buy property that no one wanted. He'd buy the property. Then he would go and use his influence in the government to get government buildings built on the property he owned. So he would get entire, you know, contracts based on his influence, which is, again, nice. your tax dollars going to Donald Trump. And he built a beautiful convention center. I just happen to own the property. I mean, it's just as bad. And uh, you mean that, good. 
You mean good. just as good? I mean, just That's as a good. really I'm good sorry. thing. That was, and I, you know what? Those stinking Mexicans can pay for a wall. Oh, they, they're going to pay, pay for a wall. Believe, Why? Believe him. Believe him because believe they will. Because it's called having a country. We either have a country or we don't. Let him say something else. Let him say something else. It is Pat and Stu. Uh, we just found out today that the Pat Pole does not extend uh, clear to the South Pacific. <laughs> no. It does not uh, predict very well what's going to happen in uh, uh, virtually the Philippines. The Northern Marianas Islands uh, did not go as the Pat Pole predicted. No, I think the it did Pat not. Pole showed a 100% vote for Ted, for Ted Cruz. And it was over 70% for Donald Trump. <laughs> That's why if they, if they were a little bit closer, we'd probably have an investigation. Right. But, <clears> I can fly so. to the Northern mm -hmm. Mariana Islands to do an investigation if you guys want. No, nah, I, mean, I don't A couple weeks, you know. There's only nine delegates there. Let them have yeah, it. You, you know what? I think I just, the principle of it yeah. is important. And you may be wishing for those nine delegates come soon. I know. So. I will say nine delegates. I mean, what was Hawaii's only 19? Wow. You know, I mean, it is something. Uh, but uh, So nine delegates for Northern Mariana Islands. Pat Pole. Margin of error, to be fair, on the Pat poll is 100%. Yes. <laughs> I think we said that from the beginning. Yes. So uh, it's plus or minus 100%. Now, which meant Cruz could get zero uh, or he could get 200%. Mm. Uh, he got a little closer to zero than 200. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Now, but the, we don't care because the Northern Marianas now dead to us. Yep. Right. They're meaningless. They're irrelevant. Mm -hmm. It's the Southern Marianas. We need to have, we, can we get We've a, always loved. Can we get a map put together of the states that are dead to us, so we can kind of keep we track should. of it of places where yeah, we, we show. It may it may be easier to get a map of the states that aren't dead to us. Well, I mean, I think so. That Texas, would... Texas, definitely not dead to us. Oklahoma, and Kansas. As a matter of fact, how are you guys feeling about the title? If things don't go well, <laughs> the title President Greg Abbott. How are you feeling about that? I'm fine with it. Uh, President of the Great Republic of Texas, mm -hmm. after we secede from the uh, union. I'm actually getting closer to feeling that's okay. I, it is okay. If either Trump or Hillary win this thing, I'm going to be pushing for it. <laughs> <laughs> we can have, again, secession. we don't even need Mexico to pay for the wall. We'll build it. Right. We'll build it for right. free. Uh, volunteers right. will build it for free to keep Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton yeah. out. And we'll wall out the entire Texas border. That means southern Eastern, Northern, Western, yeah, all of it. We right. don't need you. Whole thing. By the way, somebody did a uh, um, a map of what the electoral <clears throat> map looks like if uh, Donald Trump actually gets the percentage of the vote that he's getting against Hillary Clinton, which is mm -hmm. many polls around thirty eight percent. He wins two states. Ooh, I wow. think it's Wyoming and Kansas. I can't remember what the two states were. Uh, but it was two states, mm. so wow. that should be pretty good. He should do pretty well, I think. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, how many states do you need? You need three states. I mean, <laughs> I don't think so, right? I got to tell you though, after all that's said and done, he's it, not going to get thirty-eight. I don't think. Sorry, go ahead. Right, but I mean, as much as I've grown to dislike Mr. Trump, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. It would be nice to see him get his ass handed to him like that. <laughs> Except for the fact I know handed to him by I know Clinton. that. I know mm -hmm. that. But it's yeah. Well, who knows? A third party. Maybe uh, somebody runs. Somebody steps in there. And who's running in the Prohibition Party? Can you look that up? <laughs> uh, there's a, you know, we've got... Uh, we still have one somebody running? For oh, me? yeah. Oh, yeah. There actually are. Uh, there's always somebody running for the Prohibition Party. It's actually the oldest uh, party. Is it? That's what they say. What? The oldest third party. Oh, the oldest third party. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Last night, uh, Glenn spoke to General Boykin on, uh, on what we've been talking about here, the most critical election in American history. This one, and here's what they had to say. I'm going to talk to you first about Trump. Okay. Because um, he has been saying some really scary things, really scary things. Right. Um, and... So many people are either not taking him seriously or they don't understand what he's saying. Right. One, we're going to go after the families of terrorists because they deserve it. Uh -huh. General, please tell me that our military doesn't think that way. Glenn, how many people do you have approach you and ask you if, if you have concerns about whether the military would stand with uh, Barack Obama if he mm -hmm. was to declare martial law. Mm -hmm. I get that all over the country. People respect our military, but they also respect the, the power that our military has. Oh, yeah. And when you're talking about using our military to commit crimes, not only international crimes and crimes that uh, you know are counter to our values, but the, the crimes that are just inhuman, uh, that does nothing to build people's confidence in the president of the United States or the future president or our military itself. This kind of stuff has got to be stopped. Not only, And it wouldn't matter if it was Trump or anybody else. You can't talk about the military that way and expect that in any way you're currying favor with the American public. Or the rest of the world. That's right. If, if, I, were, if I were anyone, I were prime minister anywhere in the world, I'd be very nervous about what was coming because we have the power right. to make the darkest powers on earth look like rookies. That's exactly right. And, you know, combine that with, with another fact, and that is the fact that there's an all-out assault on religious liberty in our military. It's almost as if we want to drive anybody of faith other than mm -hmm. the Muslim faith. You want to drive them out of the military. You want to suppress their faith. What do you wind up with? You wind up with a mercenary military. That is not what America wants. This has to be a, 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 not only a government of the people, for the people, and by the people, but that the military that represents our people has to reflect those very values that our Constitution reflects because they take an oath to the Constitution. And when you start talking about, well, I'll order them to torture people, I'll kill families, the military will not decline uh, to obey whatever I tell them to do. Oh, yes, they will, because constitutionally and legally, anybody that obeys an unlawful order or an unconstitutional order, even if it comes from the president of the United States, the commander in chief, is in violation of U.S. law and will go to prison for it if convicted. I've been saying for about five years that I thought 2016 would be 1968. And I honestly thought it would come from the left, mm -hmm. but it's come from the progressive right, right. and the radical left. Yeah. Um, where, we, where are we headed here, General? I mean, yeah. I, I talked to special forces 
12 years ago, and mm -hmm. they talked to me about the Bubba effect. Yeah, sure. They were afraid of right. a, a populace that was so disenfranchised by the right. government that when something happened, they'd say, get out of here, we'll handle right. it. Right. And there would be this massive rift. We're there, are we not? Well, absolutely. Let me let me say that the Bubba effect you're talking about is is, is actually good people thinking they're doing the right, right thing, thing, but with no forethought in right. terms of what they're doing. They're reacting. It's an emotional thing, and they're reacting. And and that's really what we're seeing with all the popularity of a guy that's there's no substance to what he says. It's all bravado, but it resonates with Bubba mm -hmm. because it's the kind of talk that Bubba uses down on the street corner or, mm -hmm. or, or, or out in his tree stand. That's mm -hmm. the kind of uh, language that resonates with him. But look, 2016, I believe, will determine whether this republic survives or not. I, I'm 60. I'll be 68 next month. And I believe this is the most critical election in my lifetime, but I actually believe it's the most critical election in U.S. history because will this republic survive and I'm not sure if we don't put the right leadership in there. And our military will be absolutely, completely devastated if we don't get the right commander-in-chief in there. What do we do to defuse the Bubba effect? We, we raise up a leader that they can respect. We raise up a leader that speaks to them in terms of constitutional values. We raise up a leader that they can look up to and trust. The problem is nobody trusts the current commander-in-chief, and I've, and I've lived through several presidents. Jimmy Carter. I went into Iran on the night of the 24th of April to rescue 52 Americans when our military had been absolutely devastated. We came out of that knowing that we would live, for the rest of our lives, we would live with the notion that we had failed. But you know what that did? It brought down Carter's administration. And it brought in Ronald Reagan, and it raised up a military that was strong and powerful, equal to and none. good. Right. With values. How do we get rid of the Bubba effect? How do we overcome it? We get a leader that they can respect. You're a deep God guy. And I think in our culture now, God is, I mean, Drudge Report now is twice on their front page all day made fun of me for asking for a fast for the country. <laughs> and then um, and then this last week there was some other headline where they were they were mock oh they were mocking um, Ted because in prayer mm -hmm. somebody had said he was anointed for this time, which I absolutely believe raised for this time. Right. Um, I've been thinking a lot in my mm -hmm. prayers about Second Chronicles. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking it doesn't save everybody. Right. It just says if his people right. turn and humble That's themselves. Exactly right. Do you think enough people have humbled themselves? No, I, I don't think so. And I hope that it doesn't take some some major catastrophe for us to realize that we need God. That to realize that all we have to do is follow. If my people who are called by my name, that is talking to me and you and and other believers, he's talking to his, his, his children. Yeah. If we will humble ourselves and pray, I think America's got to be humbled. I hope that America will do that because they feel the power of God's Holy Spirit speaking into their lives and not because we have to go through more pain and suffering. I'm a recovering alcoholic.
there was a time when I hit my bottom mm -hmm. and I had to decide whether I was going to re repeat my mother's life who committed mm -hmm. suicide or if I was going to live. Right. My mother's bottom was suicide. Mm -hmm. Some people don't have a bottom. Are we, if we vote for Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, is our bottom suicide? If, if, if we go down that road, Glenn, I don't think the Republic will survive. I mean, really. I don't either. I don't think the Republic will survive. And, and what people should be taking very seriously is not only the two that you just mentioned, but Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And the reason is that there are so many people in America that are flocking to the polls to vote for him. You have to ask yourself, how could we have gone from the McCarthy era to this? to where we are today with people. Department of Education. It is absolutely inculcated into our curriculum. Read the Naked Communist, written in 1958, where they said one of the things they'll do to take back America is they will inculcate socialism into the curriculum of the grammar schools. They did it. And they've done it, and it's succeeded. But that's only one of the things. Last question. Trump gets a nomination. Do you vote for him? Don't ask me that. I, 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 I've got to pray about it, Glenn. I've just got to pray about it. You, 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 I can't give you an answer. I prayed about it a lot. And the only thing that keeps coming to mind is two things. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. That's right. And I can't, all of us, because... Because our declaration is a sacred scripture, do you believe that? It's a Absolutely. sacred scripture. It says, it is their right, comma, it is their duty. Right. And these rights come from him, not for us, right. but for what he has planned in the future. Right. When we step to the judgment table, he'll open up his book of life and he'll say, you put your name here. Right. You put your name with this man right. or this woman right. at that time. Right. I don't want to explain that. No, I don't either. And look, people have to vote. Now, it's the most fundamental right that we were given was the right to choose our own government. And remember, uh, you know, when we go to the polls in November, we're not just voting for the president. I know. We're voting for a plethora of, yes. of, of different offices. You've got to go vote. The second thing is for those Christians to say, oh, well, I'm just, I'm just not going to vote because I say shame on you. Because it's a matter of stewardship. If you believe that through this document right here, this is my constitution. I carry this everywhere I go. I carry it in my coat pocket. It was from my wife, but that's irrelevant. But if you believe that God breathed life into this document, and that in fact this document is a derivative of the Bible and the principles taught in the Bible, then you have to be a good steward. If you, God gives you money and you you're squander it, you're not a good steward. If God gives you a country and you don't protect it, and you don't do the things that are fundamental to protecting it, like voting, then you're not being a good Christian. You're failing in your Christian responsibilities. Now, that said, I will vote. I will you too. ask me, will I vote for Donald Trump if he's the nominee? And I've got to pray about it. But I'll be at the polls. I will too. Even if I have to write in a name... 
And even if I am just there to vote for all the other people that are running, I'm going to be at the polls and I'm going to vote. Me too. It's an interesting question that people seem to have a real tough time with. And uh, would you vote? I mean, you go through, and in general, Boykin, I mean, he's a, you know, he, he, taking some time to pray about it is certainly understandable. Uh, but just generally speaking, I don't see how that's a tough question. When you sit here and you say over and over again that this guy could be the death of the country, what do you, what do you, I mean, how can there possibly be an option to vote for him? Uh, I don't understand it. To be perfectly honest, uh, there's absolutely no consideration for me to vote for Donald Trump under any circumstance, period. Uh, it's not a difficult one. It's not a difficult one for me. You know, but, so there you go. 888 back is our phone number. More in uh, just a second. Uh, I want to tell you about Super Beats, our sponsor this half hour. Uh, Super Beats, you know, beets, you might think, I don't want to eat beets. Well, nobody wants to eat beets. That's why Super Beats exists. Okay? They're rich in dietary nitrates, which help boost circulation and give you more energy. Now, Super Beets is the easiest way to get these dietary nitrates into your system. I what's the number? Do they have it on here? Uh, it just says more, but it, I, they have the charts on, on the website, but it says more uh, uh, nitric oxide. Uh, it activates more nitric oxide in the body than any other bee product on the market, and they have all the testing that proves that. Uh, so what is it? You know, you, do you, have you read about this at all? With the nitric oxide, it helps your circulation, gives you more energy. Just one shot of Super Beets is equal to two liters of beet juice. And the best part, no beet taste. You can feel the energy within 20 minutes. Give them a call. Check it out. 800-951-8896 is their number. Or go to uh, stewlovesbeets.com. That's 800-951-8896. The website is stewlovesbeets.com. Give them a call uh, and get the black cherry one. That's, that's my recommendation. Black cherry, super beets. Seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, looks like uh, killing people on, or I guess even uh, zombies on The Walking Dead is going to get even harder. No, no. Um, well, if you're a Walking Dead different. fan, and many of us are, being the number one show on television, a lot of people are. What is it? Twenty million? How many people are watching this year? Any idea? I, I don't have. Have you I seen the know. numbers? No, I have not. I haven't either on that. But it was. I know at one point it was around 20 to 24 million or something. It was, it was the most outrageous thing I'd ever seen because it was an A&E show. It was a cable show, and it was out, I mean a AMC, and it was outperforming everything yeah. on Even network like, television. Yeah, CBS. Everything. Yeah, CBS, NBC. That just didn't happen ever before. And, and then all of a sudden with Walking Dead, it did. But uh, from the opening scenes... It's shown viewers that the world is full of threats and survival is a lot easier when you can kill walkers uh, from a distance with a you know firearm of some kind. But uh, apparently, I guess they're, it's going to be more realistic. And are they going to run out of ammo? Is that the issue? Well, that's what they're that's what they're trying to say is that as we move on, you know, the ammo becomes. Mm -hmm. a, Precious metal. It's finite. So, you know, they start using uh, more knives, more de finding different ways to kill mm -hmm. uh, without the ammunition because that's, you know, the you can have all the guns you, you can have as many guns as you can find. Right. And then without the ammo, they're not doing it. Doesn't do for you any you. good. Um, so, but you see them starting like hmm. in the episodes now, they're trying to gather more, more of from the armory. They stole, hmm. we've got one armory together. But they're starting to. 
try and limit some of their usage of it. You still see some machine guns going off and stuff, which mm -hmm. that has to stop. It has to stop. <laughs> Jeffy really takes this stuff seriously. He does. Mainly because it it's all stop. he does all day is watch television. <laughs> so it's really kind of like dominates your life because it's the only thing that you do during the day. Mm-hmm. I'm right here with you. I'm not watching TV right now. Yeah, you are. You're on TV. Look at all the TV. There's lots of TVs around. That's kind of a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you're working, you're watching. And TV. I was looking at the the mid season uh, uh, the mid season show when they came back was uh, about 14 million. So that's gone down a little bit. Oh yeah, it has. Well, that was quite a bit. 20 million was just like a finale or something, wasn't it? Yeah. I season don't finale. Think so. I thought that was and a then one of the fairly... one of the premieres too were really big like that too. One huh. of the, one of the maybe premieres. maybe it was. Maybe, maybe I just had the perception that 20 million uh, was every week. But I know for a while it was the number one show on TV and isn't that about what it takes to be the number one show on TV? 20 million? Uh, yeah, Cuz American Idol was doing 18. So, uh it was beating that. Amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh anyway, now, uh, Volvo, there's a Volvo ad showcasing what the future of uh, media streaming in self-driving cars will look like. This might be kind of cool. It is really cool. And the, the <clears throat> Volvo is already committed. They're showing their uh, um, prototype because they're saying they're going to have, we were talking yesterday a little bit about the driverless cars, and Volvo has got the prototype of their car that they're saying is going to be out next year. Oh, really? With, uh, with self-driving features, and it's hmm. really cool. All right, here's a look at it. Driver delegate to autonomous drive. Okay, I like the look of that so far. Yeah, I know, it looks really nice. Wow, it's a nice looking car too. Time is yours, new route, 480 time. Now this might, I'm not sure oh, if this is the, wow. I'm not sure and if then, this is the ad for the car, oh, the streaming, yeah, this is the streaming one where. 2021. How important it is that they have, your data comes through. with on highways All right. they got a huge screen in the front seat that yeah. you can watch as the car is driving you around because you're not driving you don't have to keep your eyes on the road that's pretty cool <laughs> wow Volvo also they also have a, a com commercial that is showing all of the usage from the prototype car mm -hmm. um, which you saw yeah. a little bit of here during the bandwidth commercial because they obviously with you know They've got to have stronger bandwidth for all the cars now if they're going to be driverless. Yeah. And a lot of people saying, apparently yeah. in the future will watch New Girl in their cars. Um, yeah. Weird. <laughs> Man, why, what's wrong with watching girls? No, no, it's no, a it's show called show. New Girl, Jiffy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know you oh, watch the New I Girl every right. hour or so. <laughs> uh, there's a little bit more to this. Uh, maybe this is the one you're talking about, okay. here, Jeffy. This is the Volvo Concept 26. Yeah. Now, as this, as it shapes up, for what, this is supposed to be 2017, next year. It's almost like they've got a, uh, it's almost airline-like. Yeah. <clears throat> Lay down, it lays, out. lays down while you so at least are in the driver's seat. I like to, I really like to sleep. <laughs> it would take a long time for me to be able to turn it over that much yeah, where I no lay kidding. down. That's going to take some you know, you got to trust your car. It would depend on what this. TV show is on, actually. How long do you think it would? Well, we'll discuss that, I guess, after we watch. But 
It's got the autopilot feature yeah. and then all kinds of internet internet features. <clears throat> I mean, that's cool. That's like, really cool. The real feature there that would be interesting would be you being able to drive the car without driving it. And yeah. they don't show that at all. They just show what, what you could do in theory if it was driving itself. Mm -hmm. Right. You could lay down. You could watch New Girl. Yeah, we which know apparently that. is the only show available in Volvo's <laughs> New Girl, which is weird. I, you get sick of that pretty fast. I uh, love Zoe Deschanel, but uh, I don't know that. Uh, Exclusive contract okay. with Volvo. <laughs> How long so would it take you to be able to turn over to trust your car enough where you can just hit autopilot and lay down, maybe even take a nap or just yeah. watch a movie? Well, that's what, the, that's what the prototype is saying. You know, with the bandwidth commercial, they're showing in program. Where you're mm -hmm. going, mm -hmm. once it's programmed in, that's all I need. I don't know. I feel like it would be, a, know, while, like, it would uh, be a while. It would be a while. But not, you know, for me. like, let's say you went, you got your new Volvo. You're, mm -hmm. you're at the, uh, the Pat Estate. You pull out. Right. You, you turn on the auto drive, and you're sitting there obsessively with your hands six inches away from the wheel for a long time. Right? Mm -hmm. And you go in, everything's fine. Does it perfectly. Way home, same thing. Way back in, same thing. Way back, same thing. After a, right. a few weeks? Oh, even I think it would be sooner than that. Maybe even. Yeah. I bet you're like, maybe. yeah, all right, I'm going to watch a little TV. And then over time, a couple months in, you're probably sleeping. Yep, a couple months in, you're using that drive time as downtime, man. And then you're waking up dead because <laughs> well, the car drove you off a cliff. <laughs> There's not a cliff between your house and work, though. Where would they? Right. I don't know. It would find one <laughs> and drive <laughs> me off of it. We could, we could hack into Jeffy's system and drive him to a cliff. Would that be great? That would be awesome. <laughs> There's no great. cliff on the way. Oh, we'll find a cliff. Oh, There's we'll no, find a cliff. The only cliff would be as if it took the wrong angle. Cars have a way. Cars have a way of doing that, Jeffy. I mean, I, I don't know. Sometimes they're murderous. Your car does, especially murderous you know, bastards. Dang it! I, I overpasses if I went the wrong way would, you oh. would fall off. Oh like, no! No! Oh point. no! Oh gosh! Oh, but that'd no. be. Yeah. Oh no, Jeffy! Oh gosh! There oh. are some super super big, <laughs> like uh, like overpasses that that, that you just drive off. off of. And it does happen here in Texas and from time to time. You would be time. dead if you yes, drove you off of it. Yeah. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a serious question. Okay, mm -hmm. this is because we're threatening Jeffy's life quite a bit today. Okay, mm -hmm. let me ask you a serious question. Would you rather have a car that you could kill Jeffy, mm. or would you rather have a pancake-making robot? I'd rather have a pancake-making robot. I like. I mean, obviously, best of both worlds. You have both, right? Mm, like yes, you have a car that can kill Jeffy and a pancake-making robot. I'm so hungry right now, and you're asking me <laughs> the question right now, though. I'm more hungry than yeah. my desire to kill him. Yes, me too, because he's way over there, and I'm honestly too lazy <laughs> right. to, to get over there. Uh, here is video of the new pancake-making mm. robot available for sale. By the way, this is in future. You can buy this now. Watch. Mm. Of all the cool things I've seen at the Home and Houseware Show for 2016, the coolest has got to be the Pancake Bot. If you remember, this product was announced last year, but we're actually seeing the shipping version at this year's show. It will take any photo, any design you draw in the software mm. that you can use with it, and it will oh, take that and Eiffel turn Tower it into pancake. a cool. fully fleshed out See, that's cute and all, but yeah, just I just want it to taste good. Yes, that thank you. I don't care about any of that. Images of dinosaurs or yeah. any kind of I mean, okay, want, that's it fine, will actually but... create. The shipping product now is available for two hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Huh. And to put wow. the pancake bot to the test, that's a pretty I good couldn't resist. I had to print my face. All right. So you prepare to see what how the pancake maker did with his face. Oh, it looks just like him. 
Basically, and you just pressed a button and a pancake flopped out of there. And they were pretty good pancakes, too. <laughs> yeah, they were delicious. No cleanup, just press the button. It was pretty expensive good. with the uh, batter and everything. But <laughs> well, that's oh, what we yeah. hear is the mix is really expensive. Yeah. So it's one thing, it's, you spend about 300 bucks for the actual machine, but then keeping it full of the mix. And keeping it clean. I mean, you're going to have yeah. to, that bad boy is going to have to be cleaned up good. Well, I think the thing creating with, photos and stuff, no. No, that well, that's the pancake. Uh, that thing is different than what we had in Iowa. Right. Um, in Iowa, I mean, it, that one was relative. I think it was like twelve hundred dollars, not three hundred. It was like twelve hundred dollars plus. You had to spend like five thousand dollars on on batter. <laughs> but once you did that, right, the batter was like. <laughs> and like, well, then this was three months of pancakes for a hotel. Right. So that's more pancakes than you could ever eat in your entire life. I, well, no, I disagree with that statement wholeheartedly. That's but a very good point. <laughs> For most people, it would be more than they could possibly eat in their entire lives. For Jeffy, it's approximately two weeks <laughs> uh, of pancakes. But I mean, but, three months in a hotel, that's what, maybe a year? Oh, it's got to be seriously more. An entire hotel, there's hundreds of rooms. Hardly eat breakfast a couple hours a day during the morning in the hotel. I mean, three They've months. They've got to be doing 100 pancakes on. a day. And, and how many are you eating Nine. when you sit down to eat them? Well, don't judge me. And don't judge me. Do you doing, eat them every day? No, you're not going to. Well, if eat I had the machine, day. I would. I was saying that they're probably doing between 100 and 300 pancakes a day. You're telling so let's me say if you cut that machine in let's your say, kitchen. Let's say 200 pancakes a day times 90 days. You're at 1,800 pancakes. That's mm -hmm. 1,800. Let's say okay. 900 times you're sitting down for a couple of pancakes. 900. Now, you're not eating pancakes year. every morning. You're no, maybe no. eating pancakes once or twice a week. But if you had that machine with that, and the batter arrived, you're having pancakes. That's what you're eating. But you get sick Dad, of pancakes I, and no, you eat them every tough. day. Dad, I do a snack. I have a freaking pancake. Just press print. <laughs> print. <laughs> All right. Okay. There you go. All right. So it lasts you four days? A, four, a, year. a year. A year? All right. But that little thing there, that'd be broke. Yeah, I, I, you don't. I don't need the one that prints faces no. on it. Just give yeah, me a pancake, pancake please. you know. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming. Because the face does you no good when it's in your stomach. Right. Right. It's all yeah. cute. It's adorable. It's Just give me the pancake. <laughs> So, Media Research Center, I uh, went out to talk to some abortion protesters, kind of get their opinion mm -hmm. on what the law should be. Because um, everyone talks about, you know. Oh, good. I like that. Pro choice or pro life? Yeah. Well, what should the actual laws be? Let's get a little more specific. Here is uh, the video for the Media Research Center. So, tell us a little bit about your costume. What are you? I am a uterus. You're a uterus, yeah. okay. At what point in a pregnancy <laughs> do you think it should be illegal for someone to have an abortion? 
don't think that's my question to answer. I'm, I'm not pregnant. At what point do you think oh it should gosh. be illegal for a woman to have an abortion? That's not up to me. That's up to medical professionals. Women, for any reason, under any circumstances, have the right to terminate an unwanted pregnancy. This is an absolutely positive moral choice. So at any time during the pregnancy? Absolutely. Up till the moment women, of birth. Fetuses are not babies. This is a this is a oh pro-life media group. Right? So pro-life. Pro, they're anti-abortion media group. Alright. Nothing wrong with that though, right? Yeah, forced motherhood is female enslavement. Female enslavement, wow, okay. There are and a lot of there are a lot of women who support the pro-life movement though. They're what about deluded. Them? They're, they're deluded. deluded, they're marginalized, deluded. they're oppressed, I think you and mean they're delusional. A shameful force. <laughs> Diluted. No, like, they're diluted. Like they're, they're watered diluted. down. They're watered down. I, <laughs> I don't think that's what like that word means. What you think it means? Um, I. Uh, what's fascinating about that is, um, you know, for, first of all, I love the what is it? Forced motherhood is female slavery. Well, actually, yeah. there's a, enslavement. It's actually when I mean, you could, you know, you're not. No one's saying you have to. You always just adopt the kid out. You know, in theory, someone else could raise mm -hmm. the kid. So. Mm -hmm. Really? It's kind of an interesting. Um, but like, so I always have been fascinated by this because only with the most extreme abortion uh, supporter will you, will they go to that level. Will they'll say, you know what, up until the last second. Cause you, it's like a fetus is not a baby. Okay, but literally one second later, it is a baby. Like that one second is the ch is the difference between because at some mm -hmm. point there's a second where it turns from uh, fetus to child. So one second before that, okay to kill it. One second after that, murder, you're going to prison for the rest of your life. That, I just want to make sure that one second is the difference. Most people will think that's ridiculous, and that's really the way to win that argument is you back it up and find the second. Where's the minute? Where's the minute where it changes? Explain it to me. Why? Yeah. Why is Because we all agree that after a birth, it's murder. And, and apparently you think at some point before, it's, it, it's, it's perfectly okay. Where's the minute where that happens? Just give me that minute. We'll go and we'll just narrow it down, and then we'll, we'll get to a point in which we're deciding uh, that one minute before is everything's fine and it's a wonderful choice for a mother, and the next minute it's murder. Yeah. And that's a weird point to put yourself in because a 60-second or one-second period is really not usually the determining factor between a murderous person and a person who's living their wonderful uh, human rights. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing to have to, to, to do, and no one likes to do it which is why videos like that are effective, because you can't do it. You can't come up with a moment where that is a rational thought, where one second it's murder and the second before it's completely fine and a wonderful celebration of female rights. It's, a, it's, it's an absurd argument, and the only way to avoid it is to just not go near it and, uh, and just try to uh, get yourself out of the question by saying, well, this is a pro-life media group. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. When you can be critical, critical of something for being pro-life... Seems like a strange position to take. Very. And I, I, I'm really distracted by what that sign said about the small enough to fit into a vagina thing. What was... <laughs> I did not see that. What did it say? I, didn't, I, I couldn't make out the whole thing. I yeah. just saw the bottom. Really? I was trying to read... What? What are you... What? <laughs> what does that have to do with abortion? That was just really some weird... Those are weird women yeah. with some weird ideas. And anytime you're holding a sign like that... You just need to stay home. You're usually on the wrong side need, of the issue yeah. when you're your on the wrong side. The word of the, vagina. On yeah, it. that's usually just a There's general. There's no reason rule. to put the word vagina on a sign. No, <laughs> no. no reason. Jeffy, uh, would you agree with that analysis? <laughs>
<laughs> What's that? No reason to put the word yeah. vagina on, on a, a sign. On a sign. There's no reason. Is there ever a reason to do that? There's um, never a reason to. No. Incorrect, Mr. Gray. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Uh, <laughs> All right. Triple eight seven two seven back. This is kind of interesting from a NASA documentary back in 1975. Orson Welles talking about aliens. Uh, I, I guess he had some prominent scientists like Carl Sagan on. Let's uh, check this out. The discovery of just one bacteria on Mars or any other body of the solar system yeah. would indicate that the whole chain of evolutions, cosmic, chemical, mm -hmm. and biological, is at work everywhere. everywhere. In that case, the creation of life anywhere in the universe would be more the rule than the exception. Mm -hmm. In that case, there may be other intelligent civilizations capable of communicating with us. Capable. The impact on ourselves of contact with a, another intelligent civilization, uh -huh. how it might come about and what the effects might be, is now being discussed by serious thinkers the world over. This symposium at Boston University includes astronomer Carl Sagan, serious anthropologist Ashley Montague, Krista Stendhal, is Dean of the Harvard School of Divinity. Mm. Professor Berenson teaches a course entitled Search for Life <laughs> they in the bored. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, um, they looked really bored. Was Orson Welles the most interesting man in the world? <laughs> Did you go, can we at, go back? At that time, he was. I think he probably was, right? Can we go back to that picture? Is that possible? Because uh, he looks just like the guy from the Dos Equis commercials. Except larger. Uh, maybe a little larger. Mm -hmm. A little larger. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah. At that time in his life, he was a little... Rotund. Overweight. Yes, he, yes, he <laughs> Thank was. Thank you, Jeffy. He was. <laughs> he was. Uh, yeah, here we go. Look. I mean, tell you if he, that doesn't, looks like, I don't always uh, drink uh, beer, but when I do, I prefer yeah. Dos Equis. <laughs> right? They just stopped that, too. So. Yeah, that was the end they of that campaign. They stopped it? Yeah. End of that campaign, yeah. Oh, you're kidding. Finally, it's been a long time. Why? That's a great campaign. It I is. I think it. I just believe it I ran its course. Um, he, he, I, I don't know if he, mm. the, the actor, I guess, had been in a bunch of movies and like had done had been a working actor for a long time before he got that role, and mm. he was being paid I don't know a, you know a couple million dollars a year for these commercials, um, and for like ten hours of work a year, it was like it was like a million dollars a year for wow, ten hours really? of work or something. But I, I from my impression from the report was uh. that they he had an exclusive contract that so basically this is the only role he played while he was under contract, yeah. so and that's finally over. So he's like ready to go back and work in a normal acting mm. capacity. But good luck. I know, but good luck mm. for a million dollars for ten hours. Uh, he's 77 and years now old. now that you're, you know, pigeonholed as the most well, that's interesting what, that's man That's where I was going with it. Not so much the money, but the, yeah. the good luck finding the work. Yeah. I, you know, as, I thought that was a brilliant campaign. As someone other than the, than the most wonderful, the most uh, interesting, interesting man in the world. And it's, it, it's, it was a fascinating uh, study in, in marketing to me because um, they, they did, he didn't say he's the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> And he's always got these fabulous babes around him, and he does incredibly interesting things, mm -hmm. and everybody wants to do what he does. But he, and he doesn't always choose beer. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, so even then, he, doesn't, he hardly ever drinks it, apparently. And even then, he prefers. He doesn't insist upon. No. He just prefers Dos Equis. He'll take a Bud Light. Yeah. He'll take a Miller. 
uh, high life, but he prefers Dos Equis. Yeah. It was just an amazing study to me, and it worked like mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, they said it put it put the entire brand on the market. No one even knew what it was yeah. before, before that. I mean, I had heard yeah. of it, but I mean, people have heard of it, yes. Dos Equis, but it was not uh, nearly I mean, as prominent. Yeah, who has ever done that before in the history of advertising? Is yeah. I know we don't. We know you don't use our product that much, and you know even when you do, you may choose something else. Nobody right, but, but like If I have the like choice, yeah, you know, if, if I prefer, the choice, I would prefer I like, some dosaki. And it but whatever. like crazy. Yeah, did it just shows what a little bit of realism can do? Yeah, it's true because I mean basically every you know restaurant <clears throat> acts as if you're going to be there every single night, right? Uh, for and every dinner, and of course you're not, and so. you're not going to always go to Applebee's. Yeah. you're not going to always go to Chili's. You're going to choose something else sometimes. Like it would be interesting to see a restaurant say, "Look, I mean, if you eat here every night, you're going to be 500 pounds. But every once in a while, when you really want to indulge in a meal, come to our place." <laughs> That I would be might like, work really well. Wow, yeah, that's that totally might. true. It really might. Yeah. Yeah. Jeffy? Meh. Yeah. Yeah. Jeffy doesn't like All this. Right. Triple eight seven two seven 727 back. More patents too coming up. Come back with uh, some food products that probably Jeffy tried. Uh, <laughs> yeah, along with, for sure he tried. <laughs> we don't yet, but, you know. I know one of them. I don't always choose to watch a show on television. But you always do. But, uh, <laughs> I always eat it. <laughs> Hey, we are moving to a new location. Uh, you know, this probably doesn't you know, affect you all that much. I mean, we'll still be in the same place that you've always seen. Well, except we'll be around the corner. On the, the, screen. Well, on the, the screen. screen. We'll be on the screen. It'll just look a little different than this. We'll still be generally centered mm -hmm. when we speak. Um, generally. Generally. You know. So I mean, I think so. I go over here and talk a little bit. What are, is that coming up? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the next couple weeks. Right? Monday? Is it Monday? I think it's Monday. Nice, there wow. you go. Wow. Triple eight seven two seven back eight eight. So a whole new set. Be watching for it. Um, Mental Floss has some food products that uh, apparently flopped, and maybe it's a good thing, like coffee flavored Jello and celery. In nineteen eighteen, the makers of Jello introduced a new flavor, coffee. <laughs> its release was ostensibly based on the logic that since lots of people like to drink coffee with dessert. That, oh, and they miss love combining the two. Mm. Uh, not apparently the case. The company soon realized if anyone wants dessert coffee, uh, they're going to have a cup of it. Yeah. I like the uh, the slogan there. Delicate, delightful, dainty. I know. Uh, that's a stupid slogan. <laughs> How about uh, ready bacon? Uh, ready bacon uh, was you put it in a little sleeve, I guess, and put it in your toaster. <clears throat> you guys remember this? Ready kind bacon? Kind of, yeah. 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 Kind of. um, problem is, of course, it tended to leak and, you know, either ruined your toaster or caused a grease fire. Yeah, you know what they had? <laughs> what they had one time sizzling. that still worked. Do you remember sizzling? I do remember sizzling. It yeah, wasn't was real bacon, I guess. It was just, but it was more meaty than, than the bacon product. It didn't have any fat on it. And my mom always cooked sizzling. And I, I thought sizzling was it. Yeah, it. We it had, was there was the, one point. It was the stuff. Uh, when I first met my wife, she had this microwave thing. That you put bacon over it and microwave the bacon, that came out pretty darn good. Like hang, like it hung. Yeah, kinda, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think I've heard it pretty it, good. It turned but out well. It turned out really good. What, you're speaking of the, but they use real bacon. But mm -hmm. is the steakums? We were talking about sizzling, oh, but we used to have those steakums out of the freezer. We were freezer too poor for steakums. We never got to have steakums. Is this your sad tale of sad. woe? 
Yeah, it's my sad, uh, you know, mean streets tale. Mm -hmm. We were too poor. You, you're too poor for steak. I'm so well. <laughs> sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was that was for the rich kids. Really, Steakums? Yeah, because yeah. they were just like little cardboards. I think they still exist too, right? You can still yeah, Steakums are still. I see, the them in the, I see them in the frozen food. I mean, we had actual steak once a week, but we the Steakums we could not afford. What? Too poor for that. Really? So yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to make you feel you know too poor. So I'll come down to your level and say, okay. you know, we used to have canned Franco-American spaghetti. Oh. with cut up hot dogs. There's yeah, nothing better in, on earth dinner. than that. That's delicious. Come on. That's delicious. You can me. Franco American spaghetti. I need a bowl of that dogs. right now. I would ha actually, Natasha, <laughs> we let you slide on the right. pancakes. No, I'm not letting you slide on the Franco American spaghetti yeah. with hot dogs. Yeah. Where's it at? Seriously? I don't know. Probably the store. <laughs> I guess. My mom cooked the nastiest things. Sometimes it made them. You know, she made them taste decent, like spam. If you fry it up uh, and put some mayonnaise on it. And maybe some lettuce. Uh, you can have a, it's a thin, thin, thin spam fried yes. up is pretty good. I don't yeah. like it too thick. My dad used to like it thick. I always used to keep a can in the glove box. <laughs> never know glove when, box. You never know when you're going to get hungry at spam. <laughs> that is, used to that stop, explains a lot. He used to stop at, I always had the salt and pepper shakers because he'd stop on the roadside <laughs> vegetable stands. Mm -hmm. During the summer, you'd buy a cucumber or whatever, cut it up, and you'd have a little spam and cucumber. This uh, is not normal. No, that, no, 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 no. What? No. I can't go with you there. No. <laughs> Spam and cucumber on the side of the road? Yeah, what no. A little snack? Fresh no. cucumber from the garden? Come on, man. No. How about flower-flavored Pez? Uh, yeah, that sounds disgusting. It was introduced not, in the late 60s. Yeah, not F-L-O-U-R, but F-L-O-W-E-R. Yeah. Oh, well, like so. a, It tasted like a flower. Why would no one eats why would you? candy dispenser Pez stuff? Uh, no. No. Um, chicken uh, dinner candy bar. Uh, in, 19, in the 1920s, <laughs> uh, they tried to do this and uh, make it sound like a, or taste like a big home cooked meal at Grandma's house. Uh, strangely, the gimmick worked even well after the economy recovered, and the chicken dinner candy bars were available all the way to the 1960s. Kind of amazing. Oh, look at that. Ugh. And this one I actually tried. I used to buy these. Uh, 2002, oh, yeah. uh, hoping to uh, follow the success of Heinz Ki Kitty Ketchup in green and purple. Those are the ones I bought. Orida introduced funky fries, chocolate-flavored, cinnamon-flavored, and blue-colored French fries. Mm. An awful lot really? of uh, uh, money was sunk into the project, but mm. after a year, marketing consumers uh, did not like it. Uh, <laughs> I, I used to buy the purple and green ketchup, though, because they tasted just like normal ketchup. And no, I was like, that's new ketchup. I was going to say, well, you know, what, if I'm going to buy ketchup anyway, why not? Why not? Why wouldn't it be purple? Because it looks. Because it tastes different, even if, you, even if it doesn't. Oh, good, good analysis. <laughs>